I just want to point out that uh, Formaggio, is that who this guy is? Yeah. Uh, cheese. That, yeah. That cheese boy. Um, oh, cheese rats. I get it. Um, oh. <laughs> that he he does the the rat allyship thing but zoocyte and sailor moon did it way oh, right. better yeah i want to say it's episode 41 don't quote me on that but it's it's like around there it's the one where a cat named rhett butler falls in love with luna and, <laughs> and zoocyte wears a swarm of rats as clothing it's amazing it's awesome. one of the best episodes of that sounds like a jojo's episode yeah frankly maybe we should do a sailor moon explainer after we're done with jojo i mean someone does that though Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And this is the second episode we had to re-record. Brutal. So, so just as last week, or wait, no, this we're putting them out on the same week, right? We are putting them out on the same so week. So just as 30 seconds ago when you finished listening to the last episode, <laughs> uh, you were listening to us re-recording an episode that got botched during the process. Uh, that's happening again. So apologies in advance for any of the hilarious jokes and and vital explanations that have been lost to time until we release our special edition Blu-ray. <laughs> um, so this episode is called Hitman Team, and it is at least 50% about the Hitman team. And that's the 50% I personally care about. Yeah. I mean, uh, you and everyone else. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so yeah, so let's... Before we before we get to that, yeah, which we actually care about... Let's cover what's happening Let's Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Narancia and about the fact that Araki doesn't know what a centimeter is. Araki has no idea about the proportional <laughs> sizes of things. Yeah, there's like a there's like a thing where he's like, Narancia is like, you know... 40 centimeters 40 tall. 40 centimeters yeah. tall, but he's also the size of a phone, and yeah. it's like, phones aren't a half meter. Right. We know that 100 centimeters is a meter. Even us Americans know this. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, there's no... F- yeah. So he's shrinking. Also, if he was shrinking at that rate, he would be gone. Or he would... <laughs> how far does it go back, though? Yeah. You know, like, is he would this just like be a, an atom. Is this you like know? the fetus situation? I was just going to... I'm just going to bring up Alessi. This, yeah. this reminds me a little bit of Alessi. There's just so many chances to why bring up Alessi. Why didn't Alessi just shrink someone down to a fetus, put him inside someone he wants to assassinate, and then blow him up to a person size? Holy, Holy shit. Fucking <laughs> shit. Jesus. <laughs> uh, wow. And then the person falls on that other person's girlfriend and, 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 cr- and crushes her to death. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, wait, so you're now, getting ahead wait, 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 now. hold on a second. I need to sit with that for a moment. I yeah. mean, that would be another Mpreg workaround. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so back Woo! back to Narancia. <laughs> yeah. So Narancia is shrinking and cannot figure out why. Yeah. So Darius, you had pointed out, and I'm going to make you talk about it again. That like the dynamic of this fight of like who's in control and who's not in control is sort of reversed from what we're used to. Yeah. So this entire fight is Narancia on the offensive and Formaggio trying to like outrun Narancia, and it's really strange it's it's because like we don't we haven't spent much time with Narancia, but we have spent zero time with formaggio and so it's like and we know he's like the bad guy and yeah. he's not even hot he's not even like a super interesting bad guy yeah so he's like it, there are sub bad guys in this as it were in this season where i care about them yeah like and when they die inevitably i'm like damn i mean even like even like Pulpo is interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, so, but like this guy's just kind of like a random dude. Yeah. And, uh, and so like the fact that we have to like 
sort of in order to like moment to moment care about the episode, we have to be emotionally invested in whether this guy is going to die or not is like not great. So that half of the episode with the fight really drags for me. You know, the villain is like, is this kid actually that stupid? And it's like, yes, yes, he's that stupid. None of us are rooting for him. (laughs) Just take him out. I like the idea that he like doesn't understand that he's getting smaller and that the like the logical extension of that is that eventually he's going to be like the whole city is just yeah. huge now who replaced the yeah. city yeah um <laughs> yeah someone replaced dumb. my shoe someone replaced this car someone replaced the whole city <laughs> um i also like he's not only getting smaller he's losing mass which is wild like yeah i mean i guess otherwise he would turn into like a a black hole <laughs> Right. That would be a useful power. That would be yeah. turning other people into little. Black I don't know. Holes. It seems seems dangerous. It seems like one of those powers where like it's too dangerous to use. Yeah, I right. guess. yeah. You, well, you'd want a moron to have it then. So <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds it's very right like guy. you pick the right guy. Okiyasu type. Yeah. But yeah, and then like Aerosmith is there, little bomber. That's Naranch's dumbass stand. It's, it's just not a not, stand. It's not cool. They try to make it cool, and it's never cool. That shot that they love with Naranja putting his arms out like a like a wingspan, and it, the, his arms become like a landing strip for the. Did they invent that for the anime? I don't know if How that's. How the hell should I know? No, I, think I, I paid attention to Naranja when I was reading the manga. <laughs> I, I, I think it's in the. Uh, I think it's in the manga, but it obviously is like way more impactful as an animation. So it's not uh, moving in the manga. I don't know what a comic is. I just don't like it. So can we please stop talking? About it? <laughs> I mean, the Narancia doesn't even like win in this episode. Yeah. Right. So honestly, who gives a shit what yeah. happens? It's fine. There's a battle. It's boring. There's yeah. There's, rats there's shooting. There's yeah. rats. It doesn't even get weird yet. Like the next episode of the fight, which is yeah. an endless fight, at least gets like weird, very you know bizarre. So this is just mostly, I think, an opportunity to get some flashback on the villains, which David Productions added yeah. a bunch of. Yeah. So basically, almost all the Hitman stuff in this episode, the Hitman team stuff is original to the anime. Yeah, the whole thing with them having dinner and... Yeah, um, the guy getting assassinated for Maggio, Yeah, killing someone with a, a tiny car Which, in them. like... That feels... So, like, I, I was really, really surprised. I was like, that's not in the manga? I feel like I read that. Like, that's... It just fits really also, well. Also, like, however, the only thing that makes it not fit really well is that everyone is still being like, your power is so useless and dumb. And I'm like... It seems really Yeah, useful. he literally yeah. just yeah. killed a dude. Yeah, like, yeah. No, without, like, without a trace. Without trying yeah. anything, you know. And he did it in a wild way. Like, come on. Yeah, he cool. did it exactly the way that the internet was saying the Avengers were going to kill Thanos. Yes, exactly. By making Ant-Man small, putting him up his butt, and then making him big. Yeah, which, which honestly... would have worked. And would have been hilarious. Yeah, and would probably have been a better movie. Oh, So I mean, Alessi could have beaten Thanos. We're not... We're, Alessi could easily have beaten Thanos. You put a yeah. man inside <laughs> another man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and bonus, we would have gotten to see a man going inside another man in yeah. a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way you're ever yep. going to see that. Um, I mean, let's not start enumerating all the ways that that could could have been a better movie. <laughs> we will never leave this basement. Um, yeah. So, so I like the villain gang a lot. I really like the time that they've taken to give us more of a sense that they all interact with each other and that yeah. they're not all weird, like lone wolf type shit because well, they're not lone 
yeah, duo, that's the thing. Duo, the, duo wolves. Yeah. But that's the whole point is that it's like this, it's basically like a gay brunch. Like it's just a bunch yeah. of couples yeah. getting together and that's that's their crew. Well, and they're doing the thing that I really like when media does where it's like, oh, we have our crew of uh, of protagonists. And then there's also this crew of antagonists who are basically the same as the protagonist except right. they sell drugs to children. <laughs> yeah. The only bad thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it's this. I think it's probably like one of the future episodes where they talk about why they're so excited about taking down the boss. But it boils down to got to get that sweet, sweet drug action. Like they're explicitly like... It's in this episode. It's it's talking about how they're basically like... So they don't get a cut of... Like so, like Polpo gets a cut of his gambling money. It's and, the next. You know, oh yeah, I guess because no, Jackie is was yelling about yeah. it. Yeah. So like all the capos get a cut of all their stuff, but these guys just get fees for the assassinations, which are like hard to do, but not. They don't like pay out over time. They're yeah. One, they're, they're one time. They're basically contract workers instead of salary or shareholders. You yeah, know? man. Union Worth- for the assassins. Freelancers <laughs> need need representation. That's true. Uh, worth noting, or going into depth about are sorbet and gelato. Yeah. So in the manga, this is like a page, maybe, maybe a page and a half of backstory. And all this stuff does happen. Yeah, they they get killed and this is how they get killed in the manga. But the, the thing about them being a couple is like, they were so close that people even said they might be a couple. And I love how David Productions translated that to them being like, you think they're getting they're it on? They're a couple, right? Yeah. They're fucking right now, I guess. Like they're running yeah. late because they can't stop banging. Like, right. that's, you know, I was just like, good. Um, a plus. Also, when it um, shows the picture of Sorbetto and Gelato, it shows them like sitting in each other's laps as opposed to in the yeah. manga where they're like, near each other but it's like from the chest up yeah, or something from, yeah. there's just not a it's not a full they did the thing that you, that like fandom does where it's like extending the, the lines yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what could it mean yeah and the way that gelato and sorbetto i have just a note that says godfather and i is it luca brasi yeah but i can't remember how oh so okay so gelato and sorbetto die because so they're oh, trying right. they're trying to find out who the boss is and it turns out that they've died by one uh, of them was tortured and killed in front of the other one yeah and, and the one who wasn't tortured the and one killed. who wasn't tortured and killed was gagged and like choked on his gag out, out of, of like fear, fear and yeah. died and, and probably gay despair yeah yes uh, and then the other one was just straight up tortured and killed uh, and mailed by to- cutting his body into slices from the toes up. And as far as we can, t- so let's finish the Godfather. Oh part yeah, yeah. We'll so get- let's. So C- Courtney had a Godfather point. Here. So, but so the point is, is that this is the way that Luca Brasi kills a couple people in the Godfather. You know, I don't know if you haven't seen the Godfather. Spoilers. Um, for like a 60-year-old movie. I think we have to not say spoilers about The Godfather on okay, this that's season fair. of this podcast. I'm um, putting my foot down. But yeah, so yeah, so so he, he you know, beats the shit out of and is carving up one of a member of an, a rival gang and the other one is is like tied up in the corner with a gag in and he, he chokes on his gag in his own tongue because he's so freaked out, which, you know, that's a mood. But yeah, the thing with slicing someone up and putting them into like little art. tiny, yeah, art, like form, formalin, like preserved slices that you can stack together and create the person again. Um, that's iconography that I am familiar with from The Cell, which is a movie from like... 2000. Yeah, from 2000. I am familiar with it from Hannibal. Right. right. It was also is- in Hannibal. I'm wondering if it was in any of the books any of the Thomas Harris books that mm. Hannibal is based on. I don't think so because I definitely read all of them <laughs> as a teenager. 
But yeah, as far as I can tell, this is the first time that that concept has been introduced. So that tells me that like Tarson Singh reads JoJo's. Please the write of the in cell. if you know of an earlier instance I, of this. I bet there's like some schlocky B horror movie like like from the 70s Are or whatever. Are you trying to suggest that, that Iraqi watches schlocky <laughs> B horror movies? I think Iraqi has seen every movie ever, every movie ever put in print. I like, think he says that in one of his steel ball run like Yeah, like uh, all he like, does all is, I watch do is watch movies. Yeah, and it shows. It's great. Yeah, but you, I, like I just if you know the source Please tell us just because I'm curious. But otherwise, yeah. this is the source of that. Also, they, the way that they know that it is... <laughs> I can't remember which one it is. I think it's Sorbetto's the one who's cut up. Okay, but the way that they rec- they ID the body before they even get to his head is because he's wearing... Like, they wear this... The, as they a couple. wear matchy-matchy nail polish. Yeah, and yeah. so they're like, oh, Gay God. Culture. It's the same yeah. shade. Yeah, so like they're like, oh, it's his boyfriend because... They're wearing the same nail polish, and that I don't think is in the manga either. It's absolutely not. Yeah, so, so cute. The other thing, I mean, that, fucked up. <laughs> if, you've, if you've already watched the whole season, I won't spoil this. But if you look at the silhouette of who is implied to have killed Sorbetto and Gelato, it's two really ridiculous sociopaths that we meet later in the and in Golden Wind. And that's also not in the manga because I guess Araki probably didn't know hadn't designed and figured those that characters out. But yet. now they're the David Productions is like, yeah, yeah, these are. Who did, who did it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and in these scenes of them like dealing with the body and everything, and like the lead up to it, we get I think almost all of the villains. Like, there's a bunch of them just that yeah. we're gonna deal all with of, later. Definitely all of the villains from. So there are two squads. Yeah, like yeah. there's multiple squads. There's like so, levels. Yeah, <laughs> but we, so we we definitely meet the next like seven or eight villains. Yeah, we meet the next level of boss for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's like which is just great. And again, it's like I. I, I just don't think it would have been possible for Rocky to do it because I don't think he designed all these characters yet. But like right. we've got Giacchio, he's the one who's yelling about how they're underpaid and like the you know like killing that guy wasn't even worth the money and uh, stuff. And he's the voice of uh, Bakugo from uh, from My Hero, also, so. which is the perfect voice because he's a yelly boy. Also, yeah. there's no official art that we could find that has um, Giacchio with his blue hair, red glasses. Yeah. Um, but it has long, long for years been a popular fan colorway. Yeah, in the whatever video game that in he's the video in. game he has blonde hair. Yeah. yeah, so it makes me really happy that David Productions were like, fans were right. That's a really good color. Yeah, scene. it's great. It looks great. Yeah. Jacko is my fave. Um, I, like, I can't pronounce uh, his name, but I like him. <laughs> I like the creepy guy who's like uh, licking his lips, looking at the, the shoes. Of oh the, yeah, uh, girlfriend of <laughs> creepy that one feet dude. guy. Oh god, yeah. It's like they they put in all these weird moments that just like get you ready for these um, these guys. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I forget. Oh, what's it's a. Uh, Prosciutto. Uh, yeah. Prosciutto. Prosciutto is the blonde guy, and he's telling Pesci, who's the guy with the goiter, uh, who looks like a pineapple. Uh, uh, <laughs> or like at the top of a carrot. The top yeah. of a carrot, yeah, yeah. Some sort of carrot top, as it were. Uh, he calls him a mamone, which is uh, an Italian term, for, like cultural term for like mama's boy, essentially. But it specifically means someone who like hasn't moved out of their mom's house and is it like... sounds to me like it means like incel. It, it kind of means incel, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and you can get a, a shirt that says, like, it's got some Italian on it, but also it's, like, Italian by way of Japan, so it might not even make any real sense. But it basically says something like Mamone on it uh, with uh, prosciutto and, uh, Pesci. and Pesci. That's really funny. On it. Prosciutto and Pesci are two of the villain names that I can usually remember. Most of the time, at this point forward, if I can never remember a villain's name, I assume their name is Mike O and that their stance name is Tubular Bells. <laughs> 
no idea why my brain has picked that one as the <laughs> one that's like maybe it's this it's because like, it's, it's never that because it's one of the most memorable <laughs> it's true. stands it's but like, one of the jojoist stands yeah but so like every time one of these new villains shows up just like that's what i'm in my head i'm like his name's Mike. no it's not like <laughs> every time i don't know why but yeah i'm just not good with italian i guess those are honestly all of my notes. You know, we learned some more about Lil Bomber. I think we can we should talk about what Lil Bomber actually is. Yeah, so Lil Bomber is not a stand, it's a toy no. plane. Yeah. Naranjo doesn't have a stand. He doesn't have the willpower I to think be he a has, stand user. He has the like the radar. Do you think the radar it. is his actual stand? And they gave him like a piece of equipment so that he wouldn't feel left out because it doesn't like the thing is, Manifest. the radar itself is actually the more useful. Of the yeah, two. and it detects people by breathing, not heat, which is interesting. Yeah, and it's like he has shitty aim with Aerosmith. Like, there's a couple times where he's like dead to rights, has Formaggio like in his sights and just misses him, which is like not how. But it is how toys work. Exactly. So it's like. <laughs> I think it would have been better if he was just a pair and always got sent out as like an assist with somebody right, like who, a support stand who actually had an aggressive stand. More like a Bacchio. I don't know. I just like I I I know so many people really like Narancha and I just I don't. I'm sorry. We Not that sorry, but like on mm. this podcast we don't understand Narancha. Yeah, and I'm able and it'll you know I'm sure we'll talk about it more next episode because it's just I don't know. Um, the next episode is the Narancha backstory episode. Yeah. So like. I want to like him because I don't actually like being out of sync with fandom, but and, I just can't help and it. And he's better in the anime than in the manga. Yeah, just, sure. just wait until we get to the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of being out of sync with the fandom. <laughs> Is the fandom not like the villains? No, they no the I mean the Oh, the main villain. Yeah. Yeah, this I feel is like people be, are going to stop listening to us because we're going to shit on it so fucking it's hard. Just, this is going to be a very controversial from like, season. From like yeah. all angles. It's going to be like, this is bad politically. It's bad artistically. Yep. It's bad narratively. Yep. They're ugly. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Sorbetto and Gelato would leave for each other. 